This is Well Basically with your hosts, Mike DeSilva and Sam Weeks. Well Basically. On today's show, we had Katie back. Yay, Katie. Hi. <laughs> Hello, everyone. We talked about coaching and what a coach is qualified to do, how we coach people, how we used to coach people, lazy trainers, and the right way to approach having a client who comes to you with a weight loss goal and seeing the big picture. Yes, the biggest picture. The biggest of the pictures. How to find the ultimate trainer and what a trainer's role actually is. We hope you enjoy today's show. This is, we say this together, Katie. You ready to say well, basically? Well, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Good one, Mike. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> well, basically. I really, really enjoyed the dieting potty. Like, I was, you know, we're in lockdown right now, too. And I was like out on a walk. Uh, in my little Wonder Woman mask, and I was just cracking up. Like every time when you guys were playing, like I hate you so much, it makes me sick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of fun in the editing room. So after we record, I go back and put all that stuff in. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like the post that you guys uh, kind of took that off. Anyway, it seemed to be like ten things that she loved about dieting. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We tried, I was like, mm. Yeah, we tried to flip a f- couple of those. She's got a huge following, and this is kind of the, the thing where people benefit from encouraging this behavior. And this is a conversation yeah. me and Mikey have had a whole bunch. And on the show, it's like, how do you – I've had Mikey and people I've talked to like you who have been brilliant voices and sort of making me see – it's fine to be upset, but how do you confront these people about this in a way that's like non sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not like super aggressive, more sort of just teaching them about the things as opposed to getting, cause my Ooh. default reaction is to get really angry, <laughs> but I was there once before. Yeah. And it's really hard. Like you don't know until you know, like that's the thing. Like, my counselor talks about it like a spiral, right? So if we think of like a tornado shape, like there's the bottom and then it goes up and up and up like this, right? So you don't know where you are in say the spring of tornado. Like you could be down here and like the like little kind of spiral that you're kind of moving around feels like a real massive deal for you. But it's not until you've kind of gone up a few where you can reflect back and see that you're like when you're down here that you're kind of like, oh man, I was, my thinking was so small. Like, you know, at the bottom of a tornado is tiny, right? And then you kind of go up. It's only when you move up through consciousness and move up through kind of self-improvement or self-development that you can reflect back and go, fuck, I was so close-minded and I had some real stink beliefs around stuff, which was actually self-driven as opposed to, or externally driven as opposed to actually like what I believe in who I am. For me, it's like I've had catalysts for that, like people who actually oh. have educated me on this stuff that's made me go, on, go uh-huh, you know, because I guess. Oh, okay. So it's so like, like you, 
what's what's going to be the catalyst for some like to me someone who's so ingrained in sort of diet culture and that way of thinking what makes someone change because you see a lot of people change because the trend now is becoming more it's it's good it's becoming more anti-diet i'm seeing way more anti-diet stuff online than i ever have before but Mm. also that might just be because i've changed my thinking and my feed has changed according to that so you you never really know what's going to be the catalyst for those people who are so like heavily into that stuff And I guess it's always like we create our own echo chambers, right? So like when I started realizing that I was like, you know, I was like bodybuilding's stupid. Like why the fuck? It's so shallow and it's stupid. Like people are fucked. Uh, And then I unfollowed them all and only followed like women's empowerment stuff and things like that Mm. where I created a new echo chamber of beliefs and stuff like that. But it's, you know, you can't kind of force anybody on their own path, right? They have to kind of come to it at their own point in time so everyone's entitled to whatever they believe in hey mikey how is your um career going in fan fiction just wanted to know (laughs) (laughs) steaming along (laughs) yes amazing Uh, like i mean have we moved on to like any like illustrations or like comics in any way or is it just still an idea face (laughs) (laughs) um i think it got put in the pile of all of the other things i uh aspire to do and be i was like oh yeah basically i'm just becoming a hairdressing now i just i'll just buy some fucking scissors and um i and then watching videos on youtube as well oh mate like we like i'm like 20 hours the videos deep now like yeah it's it's like way beyond that and um <laughs> then like today I was out and I was listening to your podcast where you were talking about becoming a carpenter and I was like oh my god that's me and, and hairdressing <laughs> like oh my god like no Katie I need to like I need to like, put, put, like park this and just be like yeah cool it's another tool in my tool belt but um I'm not leaving to, to become a hairdresser <laughs> park it I like that yeah. yeah oh my god I have so many uh urges where I'm like Oh God, I, I want to do that. Like drag queen makeup. I was like, oh God, oh, how good would it be to do that? Yes. Uh, makeup is definitely another hyper focus of mine. Uh, anything creative. So like one of my, my sister-in-law was saying to me the other day, she was like, um, like I, I dyed her hair for her. Like she's, uh, she's got copper hair, kind of like mm. Sam has like kind of like coppery pink going on, but my sister-in-law was like flaming copper. And I, um, <laughs> I managed to like get it reasonably right for her. And she was like, how do you have so many skills? And I was like, you know that saying, like, jack of all trades, master of fucking none? That's me. She was like, you can propagate plants. Like, you can do, like, art. You can, like, make clothes. You, like, do good makeup. You're like, you can dye hair. You're a personal trainer. You know heaps about hormones and stuff. How do you know all that stuff? And I was like, let's let's, let's not have this conversation because. Sometimes I'm just like, like, I'll say something. And people will be saying, they're like, how do you know that? And I think, and I'm like, I have no idea. But in this instance, I know it's actually true. I'm not bullshit, but I don't know why. (laughs) Sam looks like he could be a radio host. (laughs) It does. (laughs) I just look like I'm in bed because I am. It's okay. I just look like I'm on a Zoom call to my friend in (laughs) South Africa. (laughs)
Oh, I have to have dinner after this, but maybe I'll just go to bed because I'm sleepy. Oh, <laughs> that's a sad life. <laughs> How are you going through lockdown, Katie? What's uh, what's the vibe? Is it okay? Like, how are you doing? Um, yeah, it's like I think like five weeks for us now. Maybe at first it was like uh, just hard to adjust, and then now it kind of is is kind of cool, and I don't mind too much, and I I don't know if I want to go back to doing normal life stuff. To be <laughs> honest, it's kind of nice to be at home. Yeah, it is. Are you, I do not want to go back to normal life. Yeah, stuff. I don't know. How, how long have you guys been in for, for lockdown now? Like, are you still fully locked down? Well, I mean, fully locked down is interesting. We're like, your guys' lockdown is far, far more intense than ours, so we can still do quite a bit. But you mm. guys are on level three now, right? So you can get mm-hmm. a coffee and takeaway, and that's about it. Yeah, we can get coffees, takeaways, contactless pickups of like stuff. Uh, but we can't go and see other people. We can't expand our bubbles. We have to stay at home and like n- nothing's open, like no restaurants or anything where you could go in or anything like that. So, like, how, what is it like in Sydney? Like, what's happening for you guys? Uh, we can do. Just do what you want. <laughs> yeah, pretty much that. Oh. <laughs> It's like that, oh. but like pubs and like going out is like not a thing, but you can still like go to the beach. You're not really allowed to travel outside your 5km zone. Hmm. But um, other than that, that's that's really it. So wait, you can still socialize and see shambolic. everyone? Not everyone. You can. We can now go to picnics. So picnics are now allowed. It's official with five people. Oh, my God. Yeah. So socializing is not really a thing. And you're not supposed to have home visits or anything like that either. But, like, you can train in pairs outside exercise-wise and that's it. But it's also, like, in case you hadn't seen, like, a little bit shambolic. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of got that vibe. But, I mean, like, it's not going so great here either. I I think people are still, like, screwing the rules and – like not not doing the right thing because we keep getting cases. So I don't know. I don't know how. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. I, I'm hoping it's successful. I hope we only have a few more weeks left. Mm. Is everyone getting vaccinated over there? I haven't really looked at the dates. Yeah. So well, trying to. Um, I'm fully vaccinated now um, because I had a real close call with a client who had a dinner with a case and I was like ah see if if I had a client who got it and then it went through me and then it went up to like all my other clients like I'd be a super spreader and this is not cool no so yeah look it's it's like a thing like people can can choose if they want to do it or not but um they're giving it a real hardcore push why do you think it is that there are some health people in our own realm like PTs and stuff who are really really hesitant to get the vaccine are you experiencing Uh, a bit of pushback (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) Because there's always going to be fucking idiots. I mean, like, okay, this is like a, this is, this is, yeah, not all good. But like, I mean, <laughs> generally this seems to, <laughs> generally it seems to be the people who, who are like, no, I don't want to get the vaccine. Also like uh, do stuff like isogenics or Arbon or like <laughs> uh, multi-level marketing schemes or like, you know, yeah, aliens are totally real. And also believe that like DNA and RNA and like, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I just use my collagen peptide serum and like it's going to penetrate my DNA. So, you know, <laughs> oh, whatever. 
It's really interesting because we're. I I'm not going back to the gym anymore. I've kind of decided that I'm going to. Tra- so good. I'm going to. I'm going to train people from home, but we've been told that like you can't like every member at the gym. If we are to, if you want to go back to the gym, you have to be fully vaccinated, and there are a whole bunch bunch of PTs, apparently, who are pushing back and being like, "Well, does that mean we have to get vaccinated?" And it's like, yes, it does. You're in contact with people, particularly the gym that I work at, which is in the city. <laughs> Why wouldn't you get vaccinated? Oh, God. I mean, there's a girl on my feed who is very anti anti the vaccine, and I think she's had, like, some issues with vaccines in the past, like having bad reactions to mm. them and stuff. So, like, hey, like, each to their own. But, I mean, if you want to, yeah. I mean, if you're a personal trainer in a public space and you're, like, working amongst, like, people, look, it's it's – People keep saying they're doing their research around the vaccine when it's like, no, 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 you're just Googling shit and, and reading articles, but you're not taking big, uh, you know, like lots of different peer-reviewed studies and putting them up against each other and really actually like reading the research. is just like more confirmation Confirmation bias. biased, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I, and I totally get it. It's like they're stuck in an echo chamber where it's like the vaccine is bad, so all they're reading about is the vaccine is bad. Hey, look, it's all a personal choice at the end of the day, but I would like to think if you're going to be a health professional, then you're open to re- like moving above your own confirmation bias and actually researching and and taking in different material so that you're well educated on all of the options and making the right choice. Yes, that's exactly it. Nice. <laughs> I love the little halo that you did just there yeah. as well. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. To me, it's a no-brainer. Same for me. I mean, my mum's a nurse. Like, it was, she was kind of like, look, reserved you a vaccine. Let's go. And I was like, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for you, Katie, because I know mm-hmm. you're a vegan. Do you supplement along with uh, the food that you're eating? Do you do, like, B12 or iron or anything like that? Oh, my gosh. People ask me this all the time. They're like, oh, you're a vegan, so you must miss out on all the food groups. Oh, so sickly mm. <laughs> um but to be honest uh i'm i'm just about to launch an ebook which is called protein based plant powered and it's talking about how to get uh adequate protein and um minerals and vitamins while being plant based or vegan um without getting sick or missing out on food groups or vitamins and stuff like that. A lot of the meat replacements that I eat are fortified with B vitamins and all of that jazz. Oh, but okay. Yeah, so it's all good. But um, I take, obviously, uh, the basics, magnesium, zinc, uh, B vitamins uh, are in. So I take something called Cycle Calm for um, balancing, like, female hormones, and that's got B vitamins and a lot of other stuff in it. But I've had lots of blood tests and – I, I like generally like I have a lot of like protein powder and meat replacements and all that kind of stuff and so I make sure I get a kind of balanced diet so I, I don't need to take any like iron or anything like that. I'm honestly just asking for myself because it's been probably about a year ish yeah. since I've been like mostly well, like I'm kind of, I'm pescatarian so I'll eat fish sometimes. Yeah. But like in the last two weeks, I've just been feeling absolutely zonked and I can't think of why. Like I'm definitely not overtraining 
but then also this this whole factor of us kind of being in lockdown still. So yeah, I don't really that's quite know. stressful. It's really hard um, for me to know what like what what's going on. I'm like, should I supplement something? What should I do? Do I need to pull back on my training? I'm like, yeah, I've already kind of done that. Like, what can I do to kind of get my energy levels up? My sleep's kind of as it's always been, which is quite disjointed, and so I don't really know. Look, like. I mean, I have a pretty strong opinion around, like, veganism and people who only eat beans and lentils. I'm like, oh, come on, guys. Like, Because I think once you're educated around food groups a little bit in our, in our PT training, so obviously we know what a protein, a carbon, a fat is, and by eating a balanced meal, you're going to stay fuller for longer and all of that jazz. And I purely make sure I balance my food so that I get all of the right minerals and whatnot and I feel full so that I'm not hungry or have a sugar crash but as long as you're eating like you know making sure you're eating like meat replacements like I don't know if you get sun-fed meats over there they're pretty good um mm. or fish or at least like a protein source with your with your food then you're going to be all good and maybe like if your sleep is crap then <laughs> look at it like magnesium like double double up yeah. your magnesium I've and just zinc. started taking some magnesium and zinc as well yeah. And I, I've just thrown the, it's really stupid. This is advice that I give to a lot of people if they're feeling a bit low or I've got a, a client who's into taking a lot of stuff. It's like you're taking so much stuff. How do you know what the actual benefit of each individual thing is if you're just throwing, yeah. and I'm completely doing the opposite. I'm just throwing everything I can at it because I'm so over yeah. it. I just want to feel a bit, feel a bit better. But, um, I mean, how much coffee are you drinking a day? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It might be the coffee, dude. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Try and limit your caffeine consumption if you're feeling really tired all the time. Mm, it's Yeah, it's not so much tired. Yeah, maybe it is tired. I don't know. It's a really interesting feeling. It's not really a feeling I've felt before. Maybe just my life is catching up with me. I'm really not sure. Motivated? Have you read about languishing? Yes, I have read about languishing. Maybe you're languishing. I could be languishing. I could be. Mikey's. Mikey's languishing. He's gone. What the fuck are you two talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, I was just going to say, I've been tired since 1994. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what not being tired is. He was just like, I was like, oh, yeah, he's he's checked out. He's like thinking about cats or something. He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> oh my God. I was staring at my cat long. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. Yeah, languishing is definitely a thing. And like we've been here for so long, I totally think that that's definitely a part of it. It's just general mm. demotivation in general. But mm. I, I don't know. I feel like this might be different because I've, I've definitely felt the languishing, but this is just a little bit, yeah, I'm not too sure. I don't know. But, you know, I'll figure it out eventually. Um, I just need to try different things or absolutely everything as I'm currently doing. Focus on the sleep and the water first. Yeah, yeah, yes, absolutely. This is exactly the advice that I give to other people. I love mm. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we play a song? I think we should. Yeah. Rock and roll. I have been hopelessly addicted to this song. I was saying it to Mikey before. And I have clients outside in the morning. And when I wake up, it's like 6am and I'm just blasting this as loud as possible. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 66 of the Well Basically podcast, we have a special guest. It's a slow, emotional song. I'm not feeling that emotional, if I'm honest. 
I just really like the song. There's not songs like this anymore. I just went to it on my own. It's okay. I'm, it's okay. I'm really, I'm really stoked um, that you, like, you got to enjoy that. <sighs> I'll have someone squatting, and that will be playing full blast. Just a slow power ballad. Yeah, as much as I love Whitney, I could not do a squat. Nah, to I think my clients would t- like tell me to get lost. Oh, can you put my playlist on, Katie? Uh, yeah, okay. Well, are you in a racing chair? <laughs> no, nah, it's one of those fancy gaming chairs. So actually, like, Sam just needs to locate admit that he might be a gamer. I look like a well Twitch streamer, a don't guy. I? Well, I literally had a stool in here before, right? And it was so low. My computer's, like, up here. I'm running do off the... Do you do Twitch as well? Do no, like people pay I, do to watch not, you I do not. But, like, this light in this chair definitely makes me like I look like I do it. I'm a Twitch streamer. It does. <laughs> yeah. I was, wasn't comfortable in my seating position, so I needed to upgrade. And I got this red racing chair because it's a, it's a red racing chair. Come on. Speedy. <laughs> should we move into today's topic? I reckon we should. We should do that. Yes. Yes, 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 100 I mean, this whole yes, thing. <laughs> go, speed racer, go. So today we are going to talk about how to coach, but using different metrics of health and kind of moving away from the aesthetic goal that everyone has. And I think where I wanted to really, really start this conversation is how do you deal with someone because this is like the kind of the problem me and Mikey have had talking about this in the past. I'm really interested to hear your thoughts on this, Katie. If someone comes to you and says that they want to lose weight or look a certain way, how do you tackle that initially when you might not necessarily want to be focusing on that for your time together as a client and a trainer? I do a pretty in-depth chat prior to taking a client on board um, to figure out what they really want to achieve. So I say stuff to them like, I'm just not, I'm not a regular PT. I'm more than just a PT. So I do like kind of empowerment coaching as well. And then also um, I, I look at kind of the, the bigger picture um, to help improve your whole life in general, um, not just your fitness, uh, because obviously uh, your 
your headspace uh, with like kind of like mental health stuff and then like empowerment coaching around like body image and confidence it all kind of has a flow and effect into your life so uh when I have somebody and they're like oh I want to get fit for my wedding I'm like okay cool uh that's totally achievable I'm like why and then they'll just like kind of launch and like I want to want to feel really good blah 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 blah. I'm like yeah 100% totally get that but then I ask them why don't you feel good now so I just kind of dig down into why they're not feeling good and it always comes back around to they don't feel comfortable in themselves, maybe in their body for sure, but also the language that they're using around how they talk to themselves and, and their self-talk is normally the thing that's also down the toilet. So then I'm like, right, cool. So we can definitely get you into shape and feeling really confident for your wedding, but it's not just going to be uh, – your body that we're going to focus on it's it's the way that you feel about it and the way you talk to it internally as well that we really need to focus on in order to help you feel good about it and so then what I do is I kind of like I take their like real surface little goal on the top that's like oh I want to I want to fit into my wedding dress that's actually a size too small and then I I dig down and actually realize the real reason is that they actually don't have any self-confidence and then I just realized, so I like pick it all apart for them and be like, okay, this is why you feel crap. It's not because you bought your wedding dress too small. So let's get you feeling way more confident about yourself and let's just get your wedding dress altered, but you feeling fit as well. Mm. Does that kind of make sense? I don't yeah. know. How do you guys deal with it? How do you feel about it? And so you kind of work backwards around it and get yeah. to, uh, eventually kind of get them to change their perspective on on what will bring them confidence. Yeah, well, it's like, I mean, I'm sure we've all had the clients where you get them ready for their whatever event it is and then they lose the five kilos and they're still miserable. So I realized that that kind of approach wasn't really working and I didn't want my clients to <laughs> still be sad afterwards and be like, I was like, oh my God, like they're still sad. Um, so I was like, right, this is not working. Uh, actually, like why? Why do they want to do this? Um, we can, any, anybody, anybody, even like somebody who didn't have a trainer could lose the five kilos if they really wanted to, but they seek guidance because they know that there's a deeper reason why and they need some guidance around that too, I think. That's my own personal opinion. Mm, I, I like that. It's, it's, a lot, it's a lot deeper. And it also means like it kind of takes, I mean, I said the episode was going to be called Coach Potatoes. You really can't be yes. a lazy coach if you're thinking – that way about stuff because it's very easy to take someone on like that and go okay let's yeah. see what you're eating now here's how, how many calories mm -hmm. you should in slash the calories and then just do that for a couple of weeks and then train with me really really intensely because that ultimately will it'll work if they're adherent and it's what i used to do but it's also Papa. it's also not a, not a way to form a healthy relationship with exercise and food at all I think we've all kind of like we all started out doing that kind of thing at one point in time, you know, like, oh, yeah, let me uh, let me pull out all of your food and, and you can eat like berries and yogurt and protein powder as a delicious dessert <laughs> when they're like, I like chocolate. I've done that. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then just be like, yeah, now you need to do this for the rest of your life because otherwise all that weight's going to come back on. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I don't know. I, I think that's the, that's the, the easy way uh, and most coaches only kind of go to that 
to that point and they say like, oh, look, this is a, this is a thing that works. I'll just keep doing this over and over and over and over again. And sure. But after, you know, doing that a few times, rinse and repeat, and then looking at, and looking at my client after some point along the line for myself and everybody, I just kind of got to a point where I was like, Hey, I, I want my client to be happy long-term. I want them to take skills away long-term. I want them to go, be able to go into a gym and train however they want to be able to pick up a dumbbell and know what to do with it. But I want them to feel comfortable and happy in who they are. Like I don't want them to go away and just be like, Oh yeah, that one trainer that helped me lose five kgs for my wedding. And I lost five kgs, but then I like was phobic of cake for the next 10 years. Like I really, I just didn't want to be that person. Mm. Yeah. Or put back on more than they lost. Cause that's generally what, what happened. Yeah. But I was going to say like, this is, this is part of the course though. Yeah. Because you get into an industry, you go into a gym and even if weight loss wasn't your focus, if your focus was fitness, I know for me, everything gets morphed into weight loss mm. in some shape or form so it's like it's also it's not just us it's it's reinforced by the industry and what's happening what you learn while you're in there what other people are doing even in group fitness that's the main yeah 100 and even if you're even if you're already feeling confident in in your body like i know the gym that we all used to work at uh, you know, they'd always be like, yeah, you got to go hard or go home or, you know, you, you got to mm. like sweat to cry, um, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Like it was so hardcore. And like, even, even if you did feel comfortable in, in yourself and you did feel fit, it was still always like pushed that it was never enough mm. and that you should always yeah. still be focusing on changing, changing your body no matter what. But I, I feel like that's, that message is a little redundant now, especially as people are starting to go like, you know what? Like I also kind of want to be happy. I also don't want to hate myself forever. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Yeah. it's. It- I think you're right, Sam. They're like, there are people who are trainers that are the kind of, that's just what they're going to do. Yeah. yeah. And it is the easy sell. It is, it's, it's the easy um, sell. But I think, I think looking back for myself, looking back on that younger person with a bit of compassion, like it's very easy to get into the industry and get lost amongst that because everywhere you turn, that is what you you should be doing. You're told you should. And be it's doing. what we're taught in course as well. You know, like when we go to do our higher education around, you yeah. know, our, our bachelor or certification in in uh, exercise science or um, advanced certificate in personal training. They literally teach you about energy balance and how to help somebody lose weight and, and the wording or like, you know, our assignments around the wording and, and whatnot for helping a client. That's what they teach you. So it, it, yeah, it, it really comes down to that kind of stuff too. It's like we're at first we were just doing what we thought was right. I've started to get less annoyed at people and more annoyed at the institutions mm. and other things because when you don't – that's not true. I still get annoyed at people <laughs> all the time. Um, <laughs> because when you're getting taught that, you also don't get taught things like the failure rate. Mm. And, and like you're not getting told the whole story. You're getting part of the story and you're not getting the what happens after. 
Yeah, I think that kind of comes from like learned experience, right? And like how, trying to help people and, and also doing it all yourself to, and going around in a circle a million times to realize actually there is no better way. There is, only seems to be one way and actually that way maybe is just a circle and that's it. But who the fuck is in charge? That's what I want to know. Yeah. It's like... There's a huge hole in the yeah, education portion of things, I think particularly for new trainers in terms of learning about all the stuff. And this is all, this is like kind of what we were talking about at the start, Katie, when it was just you and mm. me. I wish I'd had these voices early on because when you first start, you're like, I love exercise so much. Yeah. It's the best thing ever. Everyone else is going to love exercise and eating the way I eat. It's so good. It's great, yeah. isn't it? Look at this. You can look ripped as if you eat your yogurt and berries, but like <laughs> it's someone else to like tell you that, no, actually you need to see the wood for the trees and see everything and understand that your words have power, which is going to move beautifully into my next sort of section. Like how much do you think a personal trainer can help people with these things? Because I've seen people online claim that through calorie counting or coaching people that they can fix people's food issues. Mm. <laughs> oh, see, yeah. Like I think PTs sometimes Not think thing. they're definitely overqualified. <laughs> I don't know. I have big issues with like trainers staying in our lane, right? So like we are trainers. We uh, know all about barbells and dumbbells and uh, undulating training and intensity and all that kind of jazz and getting somebody fit with injury prevention, uh, injury rehabilitation. Uh, we only have a small amount of nutrition certification that we cover. And, you know, I really look like, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm passionate about nutrition and food um, with people enjoying it and eating well and eating healthy and eating for longevity and happiness and all that kind of stuff. But there's also a big part of me where I, I get quite angry when people say like they're a trainer and they're like, I can fix your food issues over the internet. Um, <laughs> I'm like, what food issues are they saying? Yeah. Like I, I don't know if they're, if, if we're completely like qualified as personal trainers and not nutritionists. So I don't think they're qualified. As yeah. <laughs> to kind of discuss like somebody's like food issues or food intake, or even like, I mean, as, as a nutritionist, no, like maybe a psychologist, like yeah. somebody who has like trauma around that's causing the food issues. This is the thing. Like I see people go, you've got a fear of food. Why not try calorie counting? And to me, this is like almost like swapping like your fear of yeah. carbohydrates for a new thing. It's not, cool it it's is. not solving anything. It's, two, it's just like sides of the same coin. Yeah, exactly. That's like having anxiety of like going to, of groups of people like, you're like, oh, I have social anxiety. Um, and then somebody's like, oh, it's cool. Why don't you just wear a blindfold and then you, you just won't see all of the people there, so you'll be fine. It's the same <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> and you're still there. You just like, can't see anyone. It's like, oh, you're, you're scared. You've got the food issues. Oh, track your calories. Oh, look, like, uh, it's just wearing a blindfold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, restriction is still restriction in different forms, yeah. right? It, whether you cut out carbs or some other food group or you limit yourself to a calorie count, it's still restriction. And there's a lot of problems that arise from, from mm -hmm. doing that. So it's like 
but this is what happens in the diet industry and slash fitness industry is people will become wise to things and then they will they will give it another name or another face or another disguise and um this has become the new Mm. one and everyone's like look at me see i can teach you how to eat balanced because i'm having these different foods and i'm eating whatever i want uh, yeah. but they're limiting themselves within this very very tight range it's still the same thing. Uh, like i don't know like it's a- do not try and bullshit yeah me. you can't pull the wall over my eyes motherfucker. <laughs> uh, like it's like orthorexia right it's like oh you just need to eat very very healthy and you'll be fine it's like uh like no i mean we can't cut out food groups entirely it, food should be enjoyed uh i always preach to my clients that fitness should complement your lifestyle and like healthy eating, it, it, it all complements your lifestyle. It shouldn't be your entire lifestyle because our life is made for living. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, what do you think the role of a trainer is? Like the 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 actual what the role? Well, let's not say what it is because there's so many what it isn't. But like what it should actually be, because mm. for me, going through all this and having conversations with lots of interesting people like yourself, Katie, and a whole bunch of others. I'm slowly finding that I'm less and less qualified than I initially thought to deal with these things. <laughs> and I honestly now more of a focus on exercise and how people are feeling in and around that exercise and the small changes we can make to your lifestyle to make your exercise improve. And I've kind of le- I've kind of gone and left it at that, right? Like it's very rare that I go really, really hardcore on the nutrition. I kind of go water, vegetables, mm. protein, mm-hmm. sleep, and that's about it. I don't get too specific. I used to get people to do food diaries and all of that stuff, but I think through all of the knowledge I've absorbed, it's really bizarre. I actually feel less confident prescribing the stuff I used to yeah. because I know more. So mm-hmm. I'm like, and I know the potential for what suggestions can have. So I've kept it really, really basic. But in your opinion, right. what would be what would be the role of a personal trainer? The ultimate personal trainer, I guess. Oh, man, I used to do food diaries too and, like, I would fucking hate to do a food diary. Like, how? Like I just feel, like, so much shame around that. Like, some, some person standing, like, flicking through my food little journal and being like, oh, you ate two squares of chocolate here. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, regret. Um, sorry to all of my clients who I ever may do that. And if you felt bad about that, it was God. Uh, I believe that we are here to guide and mentor and support our clients the best way in the best way that we can to reach their fitness and health goals, whether that be through like myself. I look at what I would have needed for sure because it's the only perspective really that we can know fully what it would feel like to be a client um, and I've been a client for many coaches. Uh, so I like to support my clients the best way that I can Uh, in their health and fitness journey, whether that be mentally, physically, emotionally. So if they show up and they've had a really crap day and they sit down on the bike or the rubber to warm up and they start crying, I'm like, all right, what's going on? Some of our session might be going over how they're going to tell their boss that they're an absolute asswipe and that (laughs) they don't like doing that task that they're doing that day. You know, maybe that's some of our PT session, but... um, you know, like, I, of course, I'm not a counselor either. I just, you know, but that's the kind of training that they needed that day. They needed uh, somebody, Coach Katie, to show up as uh, as a mate and give them advice around how to deal with a hard situation in their life. 
some days they turn up and they're shitty and they need to be worked super hard because they're like angry and they've got to move that emotion out. So uh, we do some battle rope stuff. You know, like I know at the end of the day, I want my client to leave uh, better than when they came in. And I get to support them in that role being what they need, putting on a different a different kind of little hat each time, then cool. But primarily, they're there to work hard and sweat and get fitter and lift heavier shit and feel better about themselves. So I like that. that. <laughs> what about you guys? <laughs> like, I mean, I just, I try not to touch food at all anymore. I'm like, look, you're going to eat how you eat. None of my influence or advice around telling you what you should or shouldn't eat is going to change your mind. You're still going to eat it. So go eat it. You make decisions around what you want to do and then let me know. Like if they're like, oh, I want to eat more plants. I'm like, great. They're like, I eat nothing but Cheetos. I'd be like, you need to eat a vegetable. Like, okay, you probably feel pretty crap. Maybe let's try eating some more vegetables and some protein sources. But I mean, I'm not going to be like, you, you shouldn't eat donuts. No, if you want to eat donuts, go hard. We'll just also do some exercise. Take me back to having. What like, was the question again? What a personal trainer's role is. Oh, I'm interested to hear Mikey's oh, um, answer. <laughs> if, if I can keep it together for two minutes. Well, <laughs> what your role is. Well, <laughs> I don't know if this answers the question, but I what I like hearing from the both of you, because I'm obviously not a trainer anymore. So from the outside in, what I like and what I've said before is that I like humans that understand their limitations. Mm. I think that is a real strength and that is what other people should look for. Uh, I love that you're kind of moving away from the food, but I think it's also valuable to, as you probably both do anyway, maybe not telling people what to eat, but sharing your experiences because – they're really valuable tools. You, yeah. said, you know, you're not you're not overstepping your mark. You're not, uh, and and you would know when to say to someone, "I think you should go and see a professional." That's not, mm. but there's still what I've found is there's still value in in sharing some of your experiences and just having a conversation about that. And then just the normal stuff. Mm. If I was if I was to go back to training, I would know that. Uh, for me, my role would be what I was really good at was just making a connection with people who were really frightened of the gym and didn't feel like they belonged mm-hmm. there and had no connection with their body. But I also wouldn't be teaching them powerlifting. So again, knowing my limitations, mm-hmm. like knowing what I was what, what I was good at. Yeah. yeah. So, Sam, what is your kind of like go to like what kind of clients do you generally? attract and Mikey what kind of, so you were saying that people generally who are really scared of the gym um and and would like kind of feel safe coming to you Sam what kind of clients do you get well it's a bit different now I was doing a lot of small group stuff so like strength mm. training in small groups but now it's a mixture of got middle-aged men and women and then I train quite a few elderly which is oh, 
that's awesome. It's my favorite. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. I'm an old soul and I I just like really getting older people moving. I see strength mm. training having an enormous amount of benefit. So, I mean, people think training the elderly is like a super technical thing and it's really, really hard. And I think from the number of people that I've trained, they're a lot more resilient. I remember when I first I've got my first um, bunch of people who are like over 60, 70 years old. And I was so nervous to do anything with them because you just think they're going to break. <laughs> but they're actually not. It's just, I, I really enjoy that. Otherwise, for the most part, it's uh, females and middle-aged men. And it's uh, it's been an interesting journey from like the, I think what I thought, what the type of personal trainer that I thought I was going to be when I started to the trainer that I am now. That's so, so rad. Like, I love that you feel really comfortable and um, more elderly people feel comfortable training with you. Like that's, that's real awesome. They have the best stories. I bet. They've seen like twice as much as you. So you just get to probe them the whole time. It's great. Older people are fucking excellent. Like, they are the shit. They've got like, they have just, like nice so stuff many good too. I can imagine, and just so much like <laughs> nice sheets and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. West there Egyptian with the cotton. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Opening up fitness to all all different mm. types. Fill people with confidence, like you got you and Mikey have both said, and that's kind of the aim. I think is a great role for a, a personal trainer. Like inspiring, and I don't know. A lot of my clients, I didn't realize like. Like, oh, think I'm real cool. Like, <laughs> they're like, they're like, oh man, you're so cool. You're so fat. I'm like, uh, just a normal person. <laughs> um, no one ever thought I was cool. <laughs> no, that's such a lie. It turns, I think you're cool. I 100 yes. would have trained up with you. Oh yeah, one person. So like, I don't know. They're like, oh, you're like inspiring, and I, I, I found that really hard. To, I was like, <laughs> now it's still like also makes me kind of feel weird, but um, I'm pretty bad at taking compliments. Um, but to feel yeah, like I, I could give somebody confidence to move their bodies more or pick up something, you know, a heavier weight and feel like they can do it uh, or just feel like they've got a cheerleader behind them, like, yeah, Katie would think that I could rock this or I could do this or. You know, like I did five pull-ups with Katie the other day, so I'm I'm gonna try six today. I'm like, yes, yes. Should we should we put a cheeky bow on it? Do a cheeky outro. You can be in on this, Katie. It's real easy. I just riff it every single time. Thank you so much for listening to Well Basically. If you want to find our lovely guest Katie, you can find her at Katie Fisher Fit. If you want to find Mikey, you can find him at Well Basically Mikey. If you want to find me, you can find me at well basically sam we have a website is www.wellbasicallypod.com it is really green it's the greenest website you've ever seen in your entire life it's very green if you like green you should definitely go there (laughs) do you know it always makes me really hungry for apples when i look at the well basically podcast like whenever (laughs) i come in like oh yeah hey guys i'm like "Mm, i want a granny with apple as well while i listen there used to be an ad i'm pretty sure it's like hungry for apples (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should just be like, oh, do you like well, basically? Well, you probably like, like green uh, apples. <laughs> Hungry for well, basically? <laughs> Hungry for well, basically? Eat the apples and listen to the show. Well, basically. 
that's it. <laughs>